Hello, everyone. This is Reading with Finest. I am Finest. I'm reading American Indian Myths and Legends today. The story from that show, or that book, that I'm going to read is The Vision Quest. Follow me at Everything's Just Fine on Instagram to see illustrations of mine. Hey, 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 try to read every day. If not, this fellow here will do it for you. Uh, I want to thank my all my audience. I got my wrapped this year. Um, 294 episodes put out. Yeah, yeah. A bunch of minutes. I don't know how many there were, but I did a lot of it. And I had 12 people have me as a top listener. So, again, I really appreciate it. Thank you so much. Truly grateful. I'm going to get to what you came here to hear, right? You came here to listen to me read a fable. The Vision Quest. Let's start it. Do-do-do. Yeah, I hope it was another good year. Let's, I, I think so. I think it's going to be a good year for Reading with Finest. It's going to be some cool, crazy things happening. I love it. Can't wait till you see the growth with me. I can't wait till I see the growth. All right, let's get the story started. The Vision Quest. Rural Sioux. The Vision Quest is a tradition among the Plains people. A man or woman seeking the way on the road of life or trying to find the answer to a personal problem may go on a vision quest for knowledge and enlightenment. This may mean staying on top of a hill or inside a vision pit alone without food or water for as long as four days and nights. It is hard, but if the spirit voices reveal or confer a vision that shapes a person's life, then the quest is worth all the suffering. The following tale, however, treats the vision with less than complete soul amenity with Sioux medicine man, lamb deer's characteristic quirks. <clears throat> a young man wanted to go on a Hanabal or vision seeking to try for a dream that would give him the power to be a great medicine man. Having a high opinion of himself, he felt sure that he had been created to become a great, become great among his people and that the only thing lacking was a vision. The young man was daring and brave, eager to go up on the, up to the mountain top. He had been brought up by good, honest people who were wise in the ancient ways and who prayed for him. Although the winter, they were busy getting him ready, feeding him wasan, corn, and plenty of good meat to make him strong. At every meal, they set aside something for the spirits so that they would help him to get a great vision. His relatives thought, he had the power of even before he went up, but that was putting the cart before the horse, or rather the tar travos before the horse, as this is an Indian legend. When, at last, he started on his quest, it was a beautiful morning in the late spring. The grass was up, the leaves were out, nature was at uh, was its best was at its best. Two medicine men accompanied him. They put him 
they put up a sweat lodge to purify him in the hot white breath of the sacred stream. They sanctified him with the incense of sweet grass, rubbing his body with sage, fanning it with an eagle's wing. They went to the hilltop with him to prepare the vision pit and make an offering of tobacco bundles. Then they told the young man to cry, to humble himself, to ask for for holiness, to cry for power, for a sign from the great spirit, for a gift which would make him into a medicine man. After they had done all they could, they left him there. He spent the first night in the holy the hole the medicine man had dug for him, trembling and crying out loudly. Fear kept him awake, yet he was cocky. Wait, yeah. Yet he was cocky, ready to wrestle with the spirits for the vision, the power he wanted. But no dreams came to ease his mind. Toward morning, before the sun came up, he heard a voice in the swirling white mist of dawn. Speaking from no particular direction, as if it came from different places, it said, See, here, young man, there are other spots you could have picked. There are other hills around here. Why don't you go there? Cry for a dream. You disturb. Why have you picked? Yeah, okay. So let's read that again. Sorry. See here, young man. There are other spots you could have picked. There are other hills around here. Why don't you go there to cry for a dream? You disturb us all night. All us creatures, animals, and birds. You even kept the trees awake. We couldn't sleep. Why should you cry here? You're a brash young man, not yet ready or worthy to receive a vision. <clears throat> but the young man clenched his teeth, determined to stick it out, resolved to force the, that vision to come. He spent another day in the pit, begging for enlightenment, which would not come. And then another night of fear and cold and hunger. The young man cried out in terror. He was paralyzed with fear, unable to move. The boulder dwarfed any everything in view it towered over the vision pit but just as it was an arm length away and about to crush him it stopped then as the young man started open mouth stared open mouth his hair standing up his eyes staring out of his head the boulder rolled up the mountain all the way to the top he could hardly believe what he saw he was still cowering motionless motionless when he heard the roar and rumble again and saw that immense boulder coming down at him once more. This time, he managed to jump out of, out of, out of his vision pit at the last moment. The boulder crushed it, obliterated it, grinding the young man's peace pipe and gourd rattle into dust. <clears throat> again, the boulder rolled up the mountain, and again it came down. I'm leaving! I'm leaving! hollered the young man. Regaining his power of motion, he scrambled down the hill as fast as he could. This time, the boulder actually leapfrogged over him, bouncing down the slope, crushing and pulverizing everything in his way. He ran unseeingly, stumbling, following, getting up again. He did not even notice the boulder rolling up once more and coming down for the fourth time. On the last and most fearful descent, it flew through the air in a giant leap, landing right in the front in front of him and in and embedding itself so deeply in the earth that only its top was visible. The ground shook itself. 
like a wet dog coming out of a stream and flung the young man this way and that. Nat, bruised and shaken, he stumbled back to his village uh, to the medicine man. He said, I, I have received no visions and gained no knowledge. He returned to the pit, and when he when Don arrived, once more, he heard the voice again. Stop disturbing us. Go away. The same thing happened on the third morning. By this time, he was faint and hungry with hunger. Thirst and anxiety. Even the air seemed to oppress him. To fight him, he was panting. His stomach felt shriveled up, shrunk tight against his backbone. But he was determined to endure one more night, the fourth and last. Surely the vision would come. But again, he cried for it out of the dark and loneliness until he was hoarse. And still, he had had no dream. Just before daybreak, he heard the same voice again, very angry. Why are you still here? He knew then that he had suffered in vain. Now he would go have to go back to his people and confess that he had gained no knowledge and no power. The only thing he could tell them was what that was that my that he got bald at every morning sad and cross he replied i can't help myself this is my last day and i'm crying my <laughs> eyes out <laughs> and uh, i know you told me to go home but who are you to give me orders i don't know you I'm not going to, I'm going to stay. My uncle's come to fetch me, whether you like it or not. He's crying. He's crying like a little cry baby. All, right. All at once, there was a rumble from a large, a larger mountain that stood behind the, the hill. It became a mighty roar and the whole hill trembled. The wind started to blow. The young man looked up and saw a boulder poised on the mountain's summit. He saw lightning hit it, saw it sway. Slowly the boulder moved, slowly at first, then faster, then fat and faster. It came tumbling down the, mo the mountainside, turning up the earth, snapping hung trees as if they were little wings. And the boulder was coming right down on him. I have made the spirit angry. It was awed for nothing. Well, you did find out one thing. You Well, you did find out one thing, said the older of the two who was his uncle. You went after your vision like a hunter after a buffalo or a warrior after a scalp. You were fighting the spirits. You thought that they owed you a vision. Suffering alone brings no vision, nor does courage, nor does sheer willpower. A vision comes as a gift born of humility, of wisdom, and of patience. If from your vision quest you have learned nothing but this, then you have already learned much. Think about it. Uh, told by Lamb Deer at Winery, Rosebud Indian Reservation, South Dakota, 1967, and recorded by Richard Erodes does. And now, retold by Finus. Uh, on reading with Finus. Um, I really like that story, especially the end, you know, the, 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 the last part, which is, you know, which we talked about this in the Japanese myths, 
um before which i I really like the respect like respect these spirits respect these gods respect these whatever they whatever otherworldly thing that you don't understand there's nothing wrong with showing some respect you know uh and most i think with most situations i would say that if you don't just teach i mean treat everyone with respect but especially if you don't know them if you're a foreign to them if you haven't had a conversation with someone or you they didn't come from your kin this, you know, the, the best foot forward, I think, was uh, probably the uh, the nice one. Be nice, be respectful, and then act accordingly afterwards. I think if I was someone that was foreign and you came at me not respectfully, I don't know if I would take it very well, you know? You take that. Food for thought. Uh, yeah, follow your dreams. I'll be back here tomorrow. Hey, read every day. Don't worry about it. If you don't, come say come come to me don't even say anything i'll do it i like to hear my voice i'll just read okay all right today's the day